We are now on air. Time for a total takeover. It's finally here. Welcome to a new episode. It's about to go down. Good morning, God bless, TGIF. Yes, indeed, it is June 24th, 2022, and headed into the J-O-B. Um, luckily, I have a company that I work for, it's a family-owned company, that's allowing me to work from home, even though I could probably work from home every day, but my manager's like, nah, I wouldn't be for the other guys that actually have to come in every day, but um, due to the current gas price situation there my manager allowed me to work from home a couple days a week to curb such and said high gas prices so um i guess with all the housekeeping out of the way <laughs> once again tgif thank god it is friday and uh don't know where to start but i'm gonna start with this I was just listening to the radio and they were talking about the Title IX, uh, I don't know if you, what, what do you even want to call it, um, celebration of Title IX, 50 years, where Title IX basically uh, gives the explicit rights for women in, in, in sports. And now, ladies and gentlemen, with the era that we live in right now, they are trying to, I guess, amend or add on or completely and utterly destroy the premise and the nature of Title IX by allowing transgender women, which is not even, it's, we, we can debate what, what you feel what transgenderism is, but I'm sorry. If you're a boy, when you're, you know, when you, when you slid out of your mama's womb and the doctor looked at you and looked at your plumbing and said, you are a girl, you are a girl for the rest of your entire life. No matter what you do, the DNA does not lie. So, you can you can somehow chop off your twig and berries and get plastic surgery and get boobies. But if you're dug up, I don't know how many years after you've passed, and they run a DNA test on you, that DNA, excuse me, DNA test will prove that you are or were a woman. So that's where I stand on that. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, in the case of, you know, Leah, Tom, Leah Thomas, who just, and I am not going to discredit individuals who are actually have this transgender dysphoria because they are some out there that have this condition. I am not belittling, belittling or discrediting their struggle. But when you have a high 70% of individuals who go through not even dysphoria, but this so-called, you know, whatever you want to call I, I don't even know what the word is. 
but they grow out of it. They grow out of it. And I'm seeing and reading how many individuals who have gone through this process and now have regretted it. So how about we let kids be kids? The brain is not fully formed until your age 26. So let's not hop on this train and allow a 10 year old just because they wanna play with Barbies that you wanna transgender or transition that boy to a girl. How about we pump the brakes on that, leftists? How about we pump the brakes? Now, as I stated with the whole Leah Tom Thomas situation and Title IX and people have gone out of this, this. Okay, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So these woke leftists out here in the lamestream media who are on board with this. I'm 49 years old. If I decide tomorrow that I am a woman and I can do whatever the hell I want because I chose to define myself as a woman, but yet I still have my twig and berries. So if I show up to work and I go into the woman's bathroom and then I just flash my twig and berries and just say, hey, I'm a woman. doesn't matter what I got down here. doesn't matter. I feel that I am a woman. And you have women, actual women, who are offended by that action. What are you going to do as a company? What can be done legally? Because they're trying to change what God has created, what God intended, and what God has defined. Don't get it twisted. This is all about these individuals not believing in God not having faith and not having a biblical foundation. I don't want to become too preachy on this Friday's edition of the Dan Adams show. But sometimes when I talk about things, it takes me there. So I, as I stated earlier, for those individuals who are genuinely going through some type of dysphoria in regards to who they feel, who they are, or what they are, etc. That decision as far as what they want to do with their lives going forward should not be made when you're 10 years old, when you're 14 years old, when you're 18 years old. Again, the brain isn't fully formed until age 26. So how about we pump the brakes on all of this nonsense? How about we do that? Now, posted a video yesterday on social media where Biden had a speech about lowering oil prices. And he had the audacity, the audacity, and I will play that clip once I'm done with my part here. 
but he had the audacity to state that he is not, yes, ladies and gentlemen, capital, bold, N-O-T, not. And I mean, I don't, I don't know how many times I can say the word not, but the man went up there and lied and said he is not, not prohibiting energy companies from producing more oil, more natural gas, fracking, and the like. That numbskull, that deranged, cognitively delayed individual said that, and you will see it in this clip right after I'm done, which will be shortly. If you're going to go down this path of lying to the American people, which politicians do, I get it. And some of these individuals, it is their nature to lie, to deceive, to not give you the full story, factual story. But when it comes to what individuals have said and thank God for the internet, thank God for the World Wide Web, and thank God for my ability to go find evidence of individuals lying. We can call out these individuals for their deception. We can call out these individuals for the just, just straight up lying to the American people. And this is what I'm about to show you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the support. And if you're watching this on whatever video outlet or audio outlet there is, always in the description section, I always put a link to my support PayPal. If you want to support this, this show and my efforts going forward, I appreciate it. Thank you in advance. But may God continue to bless you and yours. May he keep you and your family safe from any harm or danger. Until next time, God bless. Peace. I know my Republican friends claim we're not producing enough oil and I'm limiting oil production. Quite frankly, that's nonsense. Hold up. Wait a minute. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in the Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. new pipeline infrastructure? Yes. And, new pipeline, and, and, exactly. and... No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against uh, any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So fully, I'm not joking. Last spring break, I went on a trip with a hundred other Harvard undergraduates to Israel. It was one of the most extraordinary experiences of my life 
and I will always be grateful to Harvard for that. I recalled the trip with awe and joy, but a certain moment rattled me. Our group attended a Shabbat dinner at a Tel Aviv synagogue. The rabbi proclaimed, welcome to Israel. You are all here from America, the best country in the world. He paused, but not a single person clapped. The Israelis stared in disbelief. Americans are the freest, most privileged people on earth. Yet many of us are ashamed to show any, even the tiniest trace of national pride. Why? Because we Americans of recent generations have been swaddled in prosperity and security, and in consequence, have become ungrateful for the blessings we enjoy. It requires vigorous athletic imagination for most of us to consider the basic brutal realities that much of the world experiences daily. Even worse, we have consumed a cultural diet that reduces America to its ugliest moments and dismisses its noble ideals and accomplishments as jingoism. This nation saved the world from global catastrophe three times in the 20th century. This nation has grown to treat racial, ethnic, and religious minorities with equality and respect compared to other places and times on earth. This is the nation where people are not constrained by their gender, religion, or class, but can work to achieve a better life. In this nation, we can criticize our government, secure in the knowledge that we will rise the next morning and our country will still respect our rights. We view these things to be our birthright, our permanent and guaranteed condition, but they are not. They exist only because past generations have sacrificed to secure and maintain them. And to our discredit, we have used these blessings not to strengthen our country, but to tear it down. We members of this university and we Americans have shirked our responsibility as the most privileged cohort on earth. We have remained cringingly silent in the face of corrosive ideas, woke culture, that has corrupted our institutions and severed the bonds that hold our country together. The New York Times won a Pulitzer Prize for reporting that the sole purpose of the American Revolution was to preserve slavery. And we remain silent. The Oregon Department of Education asserts that showing your work and finding the right answer in math is white supremacist. And we remain silent. The American Medical Association has stated that the US should remove gender from birth certificates and we remain silent. Howard Zinn, the author of the most widely read history text in American public schools, said that America has done, quote, more bad than good, and we remain silent. A huge percentage of the donations to the National Black Lives Matter organization have been spent on compensation and benefits, including several extravagant real estate purchases and questionable consulting contracts, and we remain silent.
On this campus, we often hear how oppressive America is. Just outside of this church, there was a sign for Israeli Apartheid Week of an upside down, faded American flag with painted bullet holes in it. And we remain silent. We must not lie to ourselves or to one another by denying that a large reason that we remain silent is that we see personal and professional advantages in doing so. We are ashamed to be American. The shame should be on us. The people who excoriate religion live in a society where their freedoms are based on teachings in the Bible. Many who say that the nuclear family is antiquated grew up in two-parent households. Those who condemn the police as oppressive still summon them when they are in danger. And too many use their right to free speech to advocate suspending it for all who disagree with them. What a litany of dishonesty. We are using our privilege to undermine the very system that has given us that privilege. America, despite its failings, is the last great stand on earth. We must speak up against this now or our civilization will face a somber reckoning. As President Reagan said, if not us, who? If not now, when? Hi. Hi. Nice to see you. You don't have a mask on anymore. Um, What's going we're outside. on? Do you have a wow. minute to well, chat? we're six feet apart. <laughs> Do you have a minute to chat? Um, I'll do an interview. Okay. As long as it airs on CNN Plus. Oh. Does that still exist? Yeah, I didn't think so, because the people don't like what you guys are peddling, so, which is propaganda. Thank you. you. I, I've said often, what is the Republican Party's platform? Because, you know, they, they don't run on solutions necessarily. They run on problems. So they blocked a lot of the Biden administration's legislation that is trying to solve our problems, like inflation, trying to solve our gas pr uh, price problems, trying to solve the baby formula problems. They vote against all of those bills. Mm -hmm. um, now we sort of know what the platform is. This gives us a good idea. They they said that uh, they would officially declare that homosexuality is right. All abnormal. stuff we just said. They would they redefine. Right. By the way, they can, they continue to say that that homosexuality is a choice. Yes. That, yes. So that's the first error. They would right fill there. schools with prayer, the Bible, and the Ten Commandments, but ban the teaching of sex education. Um, they would abolish all abortions. Um, they flatly declared that there's no validation of transgender identity, and they dismissed all gun reg regulations as a violation right. of God-given rights. Um, and they rebuked Senator John Cornyn for pursuing this bipartisan right. gun safety. So the question so is... So we now know that that is uh, basically the Republican platform. And if that is what you're supportive of, then you vote Republican. If you're interested in the Affordable Care Act, if you're interested in universal pre-K, if you're interested in lowering inflation, if you're interested healthcare. in, in health care, elder care, then you vote Democrat. So you what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul.
The president said last week that um, uh, there's no inevitability around a recession, but there is a, a greater deal of, of market concern about um, exactly that. Uh, and I know that inflation is your number one concern, but can you talk a little bit about if you're doing anything at all to prevent uh, a recession or a rise in unemployment? So the way that we see this, and you've heard us uh, talk about this, that we're in a moment of transition. Uh, we have we have seen uh, we are in a unique situation with our uh, with the historical uh, gains with our economy. Uh, the way that uh, we see it is unemployment rate has held steady at 3.6, which is also near historic uh, lows. Uh, business in investment remains strong. Uh, household balance sheets remain strong. Uh, there was an analysis that came out recently that showed middle class Americans had an additional $10,000 uh, in savings th then before the pandemic. Uh, another analysis found that all income groups had higher uh, checking account balances at the end of March than they had pre-pandemic. So we see that the strengths that we, our economic strength that we uh, have seen from this past year, from the action that the president has taken with the American Rescue Plan, uh, with what we have seen uh, with the historical gains, uh, that is going to help us deal uh, with a recession right now, we don't see a recession right now. That is not. We're not in a recession right now. Uh, right now, we're in a transition where we we will we are uh, going to go into a place of stable and steady growth, and that's going to be uh, that's that's going to be our focus. Well, the U.S. southern border is seeing a record number of illegal immigrants. House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy tells One America News that the Biden administration has done nothing to stop the violations. One America's John Hines has more from Capitol Hill. Leader McCarthy, sir, quick question. Uh, record number, I think, of apprehensions at the southern border, 239,000, I believe. Uh, a lot of, um, I guess, uh, folks from the terrorist watch list. What seems to be going on? Well, it's a wide open border. As you remember, back more than about a year and a half ago, when I went down to tour the border, one of the first tours we took, we found that um, there were people on the terrorist watch list coming across. I did a press conference and I announced that. Democrats said I was lying. And then as we came back and showed the proof, they have done nothing to stop this. Now 50 that we know have come across from the terrorist watch list. Remember, there's more than 160 countries people are coming across because Biden has opened up that border. But what else is happening is putting us as a real threat. Why are these terrorists coming to America? What do they have planned? Who are they talking to? I remember in California early on, we caught two terrorists from Yemen on different days, not at the exact same time. But now fentanyl, fentanyl is the number one killer of Americans between the ages of 18 and 45. The reason that is happening is because that border is open and that is where the drugs are coming from. Should the Republicans take the majority, what point of leverage is that you can get that you can change the trajectory of this trend? Well, we will pass bills that secure the border. We've already rolled those out. But more importantly, we have 12 approach bills. We will make sure inside there that we will tie the president that he has to secure that border. That is a responsibility of the federal government. Uh, average gallon of gas in California is 644. Thoughts, sir? Well, again, from the very first day that the Democrats took power from the House, the Senate, and the presidency, they have attacked and made it harder for Americans to produce the energy to make the gas price lower. Remember, they stopped the Keystone Pipeline. Remember when the Democrats brought in all the oil companies and m tried to make them pledge to produce less. It's a simple supply and demand. So now what is the president doing? He's going to Saudi Arabia to beg them instead of allowing America to produce oil and gas, which 
Our natural gas is 41% cleaner than Russian natural gas. It also makes American jobs and put the price lower, and that's another cause of inflation that the Democrats have given us. Thank you, sir. Former Trump administration acting DHS Secretary Chad Wolf is speaking out, telling One American News that the Biden administration has torn down effective border policies. He says this administration has now dug itself a deep hole with a record of more than 239,000 illegal apprehensions last month alone along the southern border. One America's John Hines has more from Washington. Sir, record uh, apprehensions at the border, southern border. Uh, what does this indicate going forward? Have we reached a crisis point at the southern border, sir? Well, I would say that we've been at that crisis point for well over a year. Um, so the record high numbers that you talk about are just one in many record highs that we've had under the Biden administration. I think if you look back in the history of the numbers at the southwest border, there's been one month outside of this presidency where we reached over 200,000 illegal apprehensions, and that was in March of 2000. Under the Biden, Biden presidency, we've had five months over 200,000 illegal apprehensions. And so what that tells me is that their policies are wrong. Their policies are wrong to deter that illegal behavior, and that's why we continue to see the increased number. But this crisis didn't start last month or two months ago. It started, I would say, in March of last year. So a couple of months after Biden president uh, Biden came into office, we started seeing the numbers rise and rise and rise. And we started seeing them tearing down effective and proven policies that kept that border under control, that kept a process and an orderly flow. The Trump administration, of course, you were on the ground implementing some very effective policies on the southern border with regard to uh, uh, people coming in. Uh, what were some of those policies and why did they work and what happened to them? Well, I think they worked uh, first because we listened to the operators. We listened to the Border Patrol men and women down there that have to do that job every day. And that's not happening anymore? It's absolutely not happening. And so a couple of things that were really effective that they kept asking for, one was an effective border wall system. You need that physical infrastructure, that impedance and denial for them to do their job so that we have the cartels and the smugglers crossing in areas that we want them to cross in, not where they want to cross in. So making sure that we have that border wall. This administration stopped that on day one. Should the uh, Republicans take the majority in the Congress, what sort of leverage might they have to change their trajectory with regard to the uh, illegal apprehensions, apprehensions of illegal uh, immigrants? Sir? Well, look, I think the, this administration for the past 15 months has been woefully inadequate on the border. And so I think it's provided an opening because most Americans out there will say this is totally unacceptable what's occurring on the border. So I think if Republicans take control either the House or the Senate or perhaps both, I think they have an opening to fix the border. I don't know that you need to take on immigration as a whole. Uh, right out of the sheet, you need to fix what's going on at the border. So you need an effective border wall system. You need to remain a Mexico program. You need asylum cooperative agreements. And the list goes on and on. We know what works. We also know what doesn't work. And a lot of what they're trying to implement now doesn't work because we tried it. They've dug themselves such a deep hole, over 234, 239, I should say, thousand illegal apprehensions last month. You have to take dramatic steps to get that under control. And they're not willing. There's no leadership. There's no will to get this under control. They think the American people will just sort of tune out and go away and, and not pay attention, and I think that's the wrong approach. You, of course, were uh, the uh, director of DHS for a time in the Trump administration. Mr. Mayorkas uh, succeeded you in the Biden administration. A number of people on the Hill have called for his uh, resignation. What are your thoughts on that? 
Well, I think there's been some statements that he's made to members of Congress under oath that are very, very concerning. Um, he talks about how the border is closed, the border is secure, and they have operational control over the border. I think all three of those statements under oath are very, very concerning to me. Uh, because the, when, you, when you have 234 illegal apprehensions and you probably have another 60 to 70,000 of gotaways, the border's not closed, it's not secure, and you don't have operational control. So. I think what he's doing is a disservice to the American people because he's not being honest with them. He's not being honest about the challenges on that border and what his men and women of the Border Patrol are having to face each and every day. And if you are an officer on that border and you're staring this crisis in the face for 15 months and you hear your political leadership saying the border's closed and the border's secure, we have this, you, you throw your hands up and you say, well, what's going on here? So I think his ability to lead has been compromised because of some of these statements. And whether he's doing it on his own or carrying water for the White House, that I don't know. Um, but I think it's, it's troubling either way. Chad Wolf, former uh, Secretary of uh, Department of Homeland Security and uh, Executive Director here at AFPI, America First Policy Institute. Thank you for talking to us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Yes. Come on. Let me take your hand and I'll be the way Bringing hip-hop soul to the break of day Just leave those worries far behind And feel the heats of the summertime Let me take your the first rhyme interlude as I bring you the food that keeps you in the mood for this hip-hop soul dude's control the betterment of all mankind totally dependent on this rhyme searching for the next big thing melodic and rhyme and yes he can let sing. me take your hand and I'll lead the way bringing hip-hop soul to the break of day just leave the Recognition, purposely built up my soul's transmission. Rough, rugged, and raw. Let's explore. The name is show enough, and that's for sure. Replicate, demonstrate, overcompensate, deviate. Let me penetrate, infiltrate. So we complicate, but I'm keeping it real. Let yes. me take your hand, and I'll lead the way. Bringing hip hop soul to the break of day. Just leave.
heats of the summertime.